owning the room isn't about being the smartest, the loudest, or the most experienced. It's about commanding respect, inspiring trust, and creating a presence that is unforgettable. You are listening to the Speaking Made Simple podcast, where we simplify the process of becoming a captivating communicator by bringing you practical tips and strategies so you can learn to show up and speak confidently anytime, anywhere. Hello there, my friend. Welcome to the Speaking Made Simple podcast. My name is Chila, and I'm your host. I'm an author, speaker, a certified speaking coach, and the creator of Speaking Made Simple. I am so excited to bring you this bonus episode. If you've been listening for the last few weeks, you know that we've been on a series talking about what does it look like to have an executive presence And how can we curate our own so that we can show up in any room, make a great first impression, command a room, and be memorable? Well, in navigating this intricate dance, if you want to call it, (laughs) of confident communication and leadership, there is a powerful tool that many often overlook. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. We're going to wrap up this series, finishing on this last piece. Now, before I dive in and tell you what this last key step is, I want to remind you that a brand new training, it's not brand new in the sense that I've already taught this training before, but I've always done it in a live in-person setting but now I'm bringing it online because so many of you have requested to be able to watch this training, have access to it. So I've decided to make it available virtually. Uh, If you're wondering what I'm referring to, I'm talking about the Storytelling Made Simple workshop. This is a workshop I've been teaching for over a year. Um, But as I said before, I've always done it in person in a live setting. And since I've gotten so many requests for this workshop, I decided to make it available online. So it's dropping August 30th tomorrow, if you're listening to this episode when it airs. Um, And you can get access to it as soon as it drops on August 30th. If you happen upon this training later, then you will have access instantly. All you have to do is go to speakingmadesimple.co forward slash story. Now, why should you get this training? Well, if you are someone who is a business owner, a brand, you are a person who works at a company and you need to have an online presence need to be able to talk about the company you work for. You need to be able to talk about your business and you show up on social media. If you do presentations, whether that's online or in person on a stage, stories are one of those things that are absolutely crucial for making connection with your audience, for connecting with your audience in a way where they can see themselves 
in what you have to offer for you to be able to invite them on a journey with you where you're going to be their guide and help them get the results that they want. One of the best ways to communicate that is through stories. And not only that, but to create that deeper connection with your audience, you need to be able to tell the story of your business, why you got started, why the do the things you talk about matter to you, why it should matter to them. All of those things can be communicated really well, very effectively in a captivating way through stories. And so we want to make sure that we tell a lot of stories. We want to make sure we tell better stories and we want to make sure that our stories are effective and doing their job, right? And that doesn't happen by accident. It happens by knowing a formula, following a structure, and then also knowing the nuances of storytelling, which I can tell you right now, there's an art and the science to it. And all of those things I teach inside the Storytelling Made Simple workshop. So again, if you're interested for only $97, you can get this whole workshop. You can get the templates that go with it and everything that's included in this workshop. All you have to do is go to speakingmadesimple.co forward slash story. Okay, so let's dive right back in and let's finish this series strong. So if you've been with me for the last few weeks, you know that we've been talking about this idea of developing an executive presence. And the first two things that we talked about that are absolutely crucial in order for you to curate your own executive presence is one, you need to develop an executive mindset because how we think of ourselves is going to drive how we show up, how we speak, the boundaries we set, um, the dreams we believe are possible for us, and whether we believe we are worthy of being in any room, at any table, worthy of being listened to, paid attention to, worthy of having our voice and ideas heard. So that's the first thing. The second thing we talked about was you've got to develop an executive message in a world where there is so much noise. Everybody has something to say. Having a clear, concise and compelling message is absolutely crucial in order for you to be memorable and stand out to the right people, to your people. So that was the second thing we talked about. And then today we're going to wrap up talking about developing an executive appearance. It's not just about looking good. It's about projecting the kind of confidence, intelligence, and leadership that can command a room. Our physical presentation tells a story before we even open our mouth and say a word. And with the right tools, you can ensure it's the story that you want to tell. It's the story you want people to receive. So let's dive into the art of showcasing an executive appearance and how you look isn't just skin deep. I can tell you that right now. So let's look at uh, what are those key components of developing your executive presence. Well, the first step is your body language and learning how to exhibit charisma cues. 
your body speaks volumes. If you've been around me for a while, you know how much I talk about the fact that 89% of our communication happens non-verbally, meaning you can pay attention to the words you say, those matter too, but your voice, your body will always outperform your words. The way you carry yourself, your posture, the gestures you make, these are your charisma cues. If they are charismatic, if not, then they are going to take away from your message. Consider the poise of leaders like Oprah Winfrey or Joanna Gaines. Their presence is immediately felt when they enter a room. But this isn't magic. It's learned body language. So what type of cues, communication cues, look charismatic? Because believe it or not, there are some body language, nonverbal cues that look secure, charismatic, captivating, confident. And then there are cues that take away from your confidence, that make you look more insecure, that make you look like you don't feel comfortable in your skin. So let's look at the top three charisma cues that I think you should get started with. Now, there are many, many more, um, and we can maybe dive into that later on a different um, podcast episode, but let's get started with the first three that I can think of off the top of my head. So the first one is open body. This means a strong stance, shoulders back, head high as though you are wearing a crown, right? No slouching, no head down, not looking at your shoes and your toes, looking at the floor, shoulders back, posture open as though you are wearing a crown. The second one is genuine smile. Nothing disarms another human being more and faster than a genuine smile. And a genuine smile usually involves your eyes. So when somebody is looking at you and your mouth is smiling, but your eyes are not, they will always believe your eyes. And so a genuine smile will have a little crease in your eye when you smile genuinely. So make sure that you, when you interact with people, you give a genuine smile showing people that you are engaged and interested. And then the final one is open hand gesture. Open hand gesture just communicates that you are open for engagement, you are open to ideas, you have nothing to hide, and you are comfortable in your skin. So here's an exercise that I want you to try. I want you to stand up. Now, imagine there's a string pulling you up from the top of your head, making you stand tall and confident. Place your feet shoulder width apart. Feel the ground beneath your feet. This stance not only grounds you, but projects stability and confidence. So that's the very first thing that you want to pay attention to. The second key in developing an executive presence or appearance is your facial expression. 
it's the greatest thing that can undermine your message and expressions. A smile can light up a room. As I said before, just by simply having a genuine smile, you can really disarm someone. But a misplaced smirk can also just as quickly cast a shadow. Our face is a canvas of emotions reflecting our thoughts and feelings. And when they go unchecked, many times they don't communicate the message that we actually want to get across. Unintentional facial expressions can sometimes betray us, sending mixed or incorrect signals. So how can we make sure our facial expressions elevate our message? Well, here are three things to pay attention to. Eye contact. Look people in the eye. It creates trust more than anything else. Now, I know that for a lot of people, this is hard to do. Gazing into somebody's eye is sometimes uncomfortable. And especially if we have trust issues or if you if we fall, feel more uncomfortable in a situation, holding someone's gaze is going to be hard. But it's a practice. It's a skill that we can develop. Take it from someone who did not know how to hold someone's gaze even for a couple of seconds. If you listened to me talk about this in previous episodes, you know that because of the background that I come from, having a lot of trust issues, I had a really hard time looking people in the eye. But it was really hurting um, my ability to connect with people. And so I had to go on this journey and learn how to hold people's gaze. And first I started out holding people's gaze for two seconds at a time, then making that five seconds, 10 seconds. And now I'm able, when I have a conversation, I have coffee with somebody, just to look them in the eye and hold their gaze for as long as it's necessary. So start with that eye contact. Then tilting your head, it not only shows you are paying attention to what they're saying, it shows that you are agreeing with them and that you are interested, engaged in what they have to say. Now, obviously, if you don't agree with the person that's talking to you, then maybe don't tilt your head. But if you do want to show that you are engaged and interested in this conversation, then tilt your head. And then finally, nodding at times. Again, it just shows that you are there present in the moment and you are tracking with the person that is talking to you. So here's an exercise. Spend a day being hyper aware of your facial expressions. Maybe even sneak a peek at yourself during a video call. Do you notice any habits? Do you furrow your brows when you're in deep in thought. A lot of us do that when we are really engaged in a conversation or in a presentation. Our facial expressions relax and many of us, our face goes to either looking extremely serious or almost angry, right? So pay attention to that. Um, do you many times maybe look confused when you're, you're really just wanting to concentrate? Pay attention to that. Because as we know, change starts with awareness. And so let's start by being hyper aware of our facial expressions and make the tweaks where it's necessary. 
And then finally, the third key in developing an executive appearance is how you look, your actual physical appearance. Dress for how you want to be addressed. The old adage of don't judge a book by its cover, well, it's admirable in theory, but in practice and in reality, in real life, especially in the business world, appearance matters. And not only in the business world, but really anywhere. Let me ask you this question. When was the last time you walked into a store, a bookstore, and you book picked up a book that you've never read before simply because you loved the title. There was something about the title that pulled you in, or maybe there was something on the cover that pulled you in, right? We do judge a book by its cover because we have nothing else to judge it on yet because we haven't read it unless somebody recommended it, somebody that we actually trust, right? Many times we do judge a book by its cover. The same goes for how people make a snap judgment when they first meet us. Now, I don't advocate by any means that we all should look the same. I do believe, however, that for every single one of us, when we figure out what our style is, And what is that best look that is our best look for our style, for our body, for how we want to feel? There's always room for improvement. And the way we dress sends a message about how we view ourselves and how we want others to view us. I know when first my husband and I started dating and he took me to introduce me to his family I would have never shown up in pajamas or, or in my workout clothes. No, why? Because I wanted to make a really good impression. I wanted to show my mother-in-law, future mother-in-law and father-in-law that their son made a good choice, right? But it's not just for that. It's not just to show others that we are impressive, It's more than that. It should start with impressing ourselves. Because in psychology, there is a term called enclosed cognition, which means how we dress affects our mindset and performance. How we dress influences how we feel about ourselves and vice versa. So how we think of ourselves also is going to impact how we dress. Because if we we view ourselves as someone who is worthy to be wearing really nice clothes and be taken seriously and be respected, that's going to also impact what kind of clothes we pick for ourselves. So they go hand in hand. Now, here's an exercise I want you to do if you choose to take it on over the next few days. Look at your wardrobe and select two outfits. One that makes you feel unstoppable, makes you feel like a million bucks. And one you're not really sure about. Ask yourself, why does one outfit give you confidence and the other hesitation? Remember, it's not about the price tag, but about how it makes you feel when you show up in that particular outfit. 
So take some time and work through that exercise this week. Here's my conclusion. In the end, when you're channeling your inner queen, remember that genuine confidence is your best accessory. It's not just about what you wear, but how you wear it with conviction, charisma, and perhaps a touch of sass. Because the most unforgettable impressions aren't just seen, they're also felt. It's the energy we bring to a room. So go ahead, own your expressions, and let the world see that brilliant leader you truly are. Because after all, if you've got it, it really is time to own it and flaunt it. Okay, friend, I hope you found this episode helpful. I know that I always find so much joy in preparing these episodes for you. I always imagine that we're just sitting across a table, having a conversation over coffee or perhaps your favorite chai if you don't drink coffee. So thank you for allowing me to speak into your life. I want you to know that I don't take it for granted or lightly. And thank you for being here every single week. I know your time and your attention are your most precious assets. And the fact that you show up consistently says so much about who you are as an individual and as a leader. So I want to commend you for that. Before I sign off, I want to remind you that the Storytelling Made Simple brand new workshop online is going to be available to you in a couple of days. And you can grab that training at speakingmadesimple.co forward slash story. Okay, friend, I want to encourage you as always, continue showing up for yourself. Continue showing up for your audience because your story, voice, and message are so needed in this world. And that unique thing only you can offer, the world needs that. It is your time to show up and shine. Okay, friend, bye for now.